Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to celebrate the birthdays of Henry Creamer and Louis Alter, we'll reluctantly get up and go down by the river. But first, perhaps you can help me solve a mystery. Last weekend, we had the pleasure of attending the 43rd annual Ragtime Festival at Old Town Music Hall in El Segundo, and saw several of our favorite ragtime performers, John Reed Torres, Vincent Johnson, Carl Sonny Leyland, who's actually more of a boogie-woogie artist than ragtime, and Frederick Hodges. I've mentioned it before, but if you're in Southern California, do yourself a favor and take advantage of the Music Hall's great lineup of film and concert offerings, including the star attraction, the 1925 Mighty Wurlitzer Theater Pipe Organ. You can see photographs, read about the history, and peruse the schedule at the website oldtownmusichall.org. Anyway, we arrived early for the festival and had some time to kill, so we stopped into Studio Antiques, just a couple of blocks from the Music Hall on Richmond Street. There are actually a couple of promo videos on YouTube for this very interesting shop. Just search Studio Antiques El Segundo. Rita headed off on a quest for Art Deco fashion, and I went straight to the record room, where I found a 12-inch Columbia 78 in E-condition. The odd thing about it was that the regular black vivatonal label was completely void, on both sides, of any discographical information. No title, no composer, no artist, no description, no catalog number, and no matrix number. Well, of course I had to buy that record, and Rita found a nice dainty little Art Deco hat. I transferred the disc, and here's the first side of that Columbia record. See if you recognize this somewhat plaintive tune.
Did you recognize that tune? I hope someone does and lets me know, if not just the title, the orchestra as well. As for the other side of the record, the song is very identifiable because it's a vocal, but even if it were an instrumental, most of you out there would know this tune right off, which is considerably more upbeat and has some interesting vocal and musical effects. you, I hate to get hot in the morning. Well, even with a blank label, we know that, of course, is Irving Berlin's World War I song, Oh How I Hate to Get Up in the Morning. It was recorded by all sorts of artists and bands starting in 1918, but I don't know who recorded that version. Do you? The label might be completely blank, but there is a clue on the record. In the runout are the numbers 91813 on one side and 91814 on the side we just heard, but I get no results at all using those numbers in a search of Columbia discographical information. I'm hoping my record-collecting friends who know way more about this stuff than I will be flooding my inbox with messages that I've found an ultra-rare unissued treasure, but I'll be happy just knowing the particulars of the disc. Brian, Ron, Jackson, Bill, John, I'm counting on you for the skinny on this disc. I hope you enjoyed this record, and next week you'll hear the other record, which was clearly identified, that I bought at Studio Antiques. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. For this next segment of the show, we're going to build on Oh How I Hate to Get Up in the Morning with some other rapidly rotating records about having to get up. Here's Irving Aronson and his commanders.
eight o'clock Say, where's my other sock? I've got a job, so help me, Bob I've got to get up and go to work Must be there on the dock I hope my coffee's hot Bring on those eggs, those scrambled eggs I've got to get up and go to work I'll do my best to make some dough So I can come home and say We're out of debt, it's really so You'll never regret our wedding day If I should stay in bed We'd soon be in the red One kiss and then like all good men I've got to get up and go to work
Paul Beza's College Inn Orchestra, recording for Columbia in Chicago on August 25th, 1920, and Get Up. And, of course, you remember that College Inn refers to the restaurant within Chicago's Hotel Sherman, which in 1923 began selling Chef Joe Colton's dishes in specialty shops and by mail order, and that the College Inn chicken broth you can buy today is directly descended from the restaurant. Unfortunately, the Hotel Sherman, named after multi-term Chicago Mayor Francis Cornwall Sherman, was demolished in 1973. Get Up was written by Robert Hood Bowers. My daughter-in-law Lori's unmarried name is Bowers. Could they be related? I wonder. Bowers just had a birthday last month, but perhaps he'll get his own segment next year. Before Get Up, it was Harriet Hilliard yelling at Ozzie Nelson to come on, get up. That Vocalion 78, number 2574, was recorded September 5, 1933, and Come On, Get Up was written by Ben Black. Ben Black's birthday will be coming up in December, and with any luck, he'll have his own birthday segment then. We started this Get Up segment with I Gotta Get Up and Go to Work. That was Dick Robertson with Irving Aronson and his commanders, recording for Vocalion on August 3, 1933. I Gotta Get Up and Go to Work was written by Herman Hepfeld. Last week, June 21st, marked the birth in 1879 in Richmond, Virginia, of singer, dancer, lyricist, and stage producer and director Henry Sterling Creamer. He turned out hits from 1900 to 1929, often in collaboration with Turner Layton, with whom he also appeared in vaudeville. Creamer was a co-founder around 1910 with James Reese Europe of the Clef Club in New York City, a combination booking agency, social club, and trade union for black musicians. He died in New York City on October 14, 1930, and is buried in Woodlawn Cemetery in the Bronx. One of Creamer's best-known songs is After You've Gone, written with Layton, but other of his hits include Alabama Stomp and If I Could Be With You, written with James P. Johnson, and these... Make you wanna slap her down When she 
comes in to say hello, you have to disconnect the radio. Oh, you can't shoot Katie, the talkative lady, the gabbiest galleon Forget I mean Down in that Creole town Are wonderful gals around But none like Clementine From New Orleans
John Turner Layton wrote the music to Way Down Yonder in New Orleans, and he and Clarence Johnstone, better known as Tandy, recorded it in 1927. But we heard Frankie Trumbauer in his orchestra's May 13, 1927 version. Henry Creamer wrote the words to the song, but the vast majority of its recordings are instrumentals, and the one vocal I have is not broadcast quality. Before Frankie was Don Voorhees and his orchestra with Clementine from New Orleans. Harry Warren wrote the music to Clementine, and the vocalist on that September 10, 1927 Columbia recording was Frank Harris. Well, you probably recognized Frank Harris as Irving Kaufman. We started off with another tune by Harry Warren, with lyrics by Henry Creamer and Harry White. You can't shush Katie, the gabbiest girl in town. That was Eva Taylor recording for OK on October 26, 1925. She was accompanied by Clarence Williams' Blue Five, all six of them, including saxophonists Don Redman and Coleman Hawkins, Charlie Irvis on trombone, Buddy Christian on banjo, Louis Armstrong cornet, and Clarence Williams himself on piano. Fans of classic Saturday Night Live will remember Chris Farley's character, Matt Foley, and where he lived. Now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley, and I live in a van down by the river. Well, you've probably already figured out that for this segment, we're going to take a little trip down by the river. Here's Alan Kane. Thank you. 
Give a guy a chance, will you? This is the first gallop I've had in a year. I've been on a vacation. Gee, you must have a swell boss to let you stay away that long. Ah, me boss didn't give me it. It was the judge. Oh, I bet you missed the old gang while you was away. How could I miss them? They was up there with me. Oh. Say, Mag, when I look at these yokels around here trying to be tough, it makes me laugh. Me too. When I hear them talk about tough guys, gee, it makes me sore as a pup. Now the tough ones, you see, wouldn't be one, two, three with the gang down where we were straggling. You know it. Why, they clinch with a man-eating tiger. Just the same as if it was a mouse. Yeah, and the alley got tougher the pointier went. Say, we lived in the very last house. We come from down for the gas house in the very worst part of the town. Oh, gee, what a neighborhood. It was the cats when the cops saw us coming, they'd all tip their hats. Remember the gang used to eat at the Greek? Yeah. Because his meat was the toughest we found. Some folks used to think the seashore was the class. When we wanted fresh air, we just toyed on the gas. We come from down for the gas house in, in the very worst part of the town. Say, Maggie, these new dogs I got on is giving me feet an awful deal. What do you say we put on the hi-hat and grab a gas buggy? No, let's stick. That's nothing new to me. Why, I can look back to the time when I rode me own carriage. Yeah, but remember, Maggie, your mother was pushing it. Oh, boy, those was the days. You said it. <laughs> 
When a fella took oils for a joy ride, they'd steal the undertaker's new hoist. Everyone on the block was as hard as a rock. Even babies rolled dice with their noise. Yeah, and the kids didn't cut teeth on rubber. <laughs> Why, they just chewed on dynamite sticks. Well, we never threw rice when a couple got hitched. No. For good luck, we just showered them with bricks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we come from down for the gas house in the very worst part of the town. And when it was hot, we used stove lids for fans. Why, we ate sardines without opening the can. Instead of nice roses, you used to bring me poison ivy to wear on me crown. <laughs> Say, the time lightning struck me, you know, I had to laugh. When the boat hit me, had it just broke right in half. We come from down for the gas house in the very worst part of the town. started and ended that set down by the river that was sam morgan's jazz band who were down by the riverside on october 22, 1927 and since that columbia 78 was recorded in new orleans louisiana they probably were down by the riverside unfortunately the male vocal quartet is unidentified we started the set with lou stone and his band with alan kane providing the vocal on down by the river from march 14, 1935 that Rodgers and Hart song is sung by Bing Crosby in the 1935 Paramount picture Mississippi, which also starred W.C. Fields as the riverboat captain Commodore Jackson. From Down by the River, we went down by the Winnegar Woiks, courtesy of the Golden Gate Orchestra and Arthur Hall. 
Perfect 78 number 14548 was recorded January 31st, 1926, and Down by the Winnegar Wakes was written by Don Bester, Roger Lewis, and Walter Donovan. The Winnegar Wakes must be near the gas house in the worry waste part of the town because Eileen Stanley and Billy Murray talk with the same accent as Arthur Hall. William Tracy wrote the lyrics and Al Piantadosi the music, and there were not one but two piano accompanists on that May 26, 1926 Victor recording, played by Frank Banta and Rosario Bordon. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7 on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com, and we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. Last week, June 18th, marked the birth in 1902 in Haverhill, Massachusetts, of pianist, songwriter, and composer Louis Alter. At 13, he was working as a movie theater pianist, and he received formal musical education at the New England Conservatory of Music. From 1924 to 28, he was accompanist for Nora Bays and toured with her in the U.S. and abroad, and he also later accompanied Irene Bordoni, Helen Morgan, and Beatrice Lilly. He worked as an arranger for music publishing companies, and his first song hit was Hugs and Kisses in 1926. He composed Manhattan Serenade in 1928, and in the mid-30s it became the theme song for the radio program Easy Aces, and had lyrics added by Harold Adamson in 1942. Alter contributed music for several Broadway shows and wrote for several early Hollywood movie musicals. He served during World War II as an entertainment coordinator for air bases on the West Coast and appeared as a solo pianist with the Los Angeles Philharmonic at the Hollywood Bowl. Louis Alter died in New York City in 1980. He got a bit of a head start on his birthday salute a couple of weeks ago when we played That Wonderful Something is Love, but other highlights from the Alter catalog include Do You Know What It Means to Miss New Orleans, Overnight, Come Up and See Me Sometime, and These. Around me when night shades fall. 
romance I must obey. One hundred million lovers love to be loved, each in a special way. I hear them rave about the stars and the moon. They're so useless when it starts to rain. I'm satisfied to love from June until June. Surely that will explain my kind of love. Your kind of love keeps me believing. Although you're deceiving, my kind of love is one way to paradise. My kind of lips, your kind of lips. When love comes healing and courage that feeling, my kind of love is one way to paradise. Ah, you know, although you're happy today, you may be gone tomorrow. Love comes but once, don't be a dunce. When you meet it, steal it, beg or borrow. I'm fond of you, you're fond of me. Tell me you love me and hug me and squeeze me. My kind of love is one way to Last time I played You Ought to Be Arrested was on September 18th, 2006. Remember? Yeah, by Norman Cloutier and his Merry Madcaps. Well, this time it was Sam Robbins' orchestra with Sam doing double duty, leading and playing violin, with June Joy singing the Arthur Swanstrom lyrics. That Bluebird 78 was made September 7th, 1934. 
You Ought to Be Arrested is sung by Nancy Kelly, accompanied by Isham Jones and his orchestra in the very obscure 1935 Falcon Pictures film, Convention Girl. Hey, Shemp Howard is in the cast, so it has that going for it, too. That was preceded by Ted Wallace and his Campus Boys, a pseudonym for Ed Kirkaby, and My Kinda Love. The Joe Trent lyrics were sung by Smith Blue on that March 27, 1929, Columbia 78. And we started off our tribute to Louis Alter with Johnny Hamps, Kentucky Serenaders, and Blue Shadows. Frank Munn sang the Raymond Cloggis lyrics on that August 10, 1928, Victor 78. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very honored that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.